Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I want to thank everyone for always tuning into Born His Dream podcast. Good afternoon, Chicago. Good afternoon, Seattle. We have a very amazing individual here today online. We are doing it virtually. What does that mean is that we are versatile. We're able to touch everyone globally, whether in person or virtually. We are making a difference. So I have this very special guest in the house today, and his name is Rakshid. And this individual, this kid, he's only in 11th grade. He's magical. He's superstar. He's powerful. But there's one thing, there's one unique, magical thing that is connecting us together, which is adversity. As young as he is, he has also been through a lot. I mean, something probably bigger than what average adult could be to, but yet he's out here building, you know. He's out here seeing things differently. He's out here can't wait to change the earth. So there's something driving him, which I um so I'm so I can't wait to have him, you know, just like dissect and just share his story with us today. You know, you know what, Rash Rashid, what who are you? And what drives uh, you? My name yeah. So my name is Rashid Junior Lawson. Uh, I'm the founder of Enable Up Unlimited Potential. Um, this is a nonprofit organization and we work to fundraise and raise awareness for uh, orthopedics, prosthetics, uh, and various different sports medicine diseases um, and raise raise money for those and also um, raise awareness surrounding the research that's being done to prevent some of these uh, diseases in um, people. And really, uh, that's my main role here in Up is I founded it and now it's become a almost a global um, foundation where we're working to help democratize athletic excellence for everyone and so everyone is not doesn't have you know limitations in terms of being able to live an active life i appreciate it i mean you're so passionate about just raising fun and helping this entity better and feel better why why this particular entity why what what, yeah. what really motivated you to want to focus in this particular area? So really how I started um, my foundation was so I'm always I've always been interested in sports. Uh, I played football growing up, and then basketball is what I'm playing now. Um, so for my whole life, I've been interested in sports, I guess. And so through that, um, I've been you know like a leader on my teams, and so my school recommended me for this uh, position, which is called the WIA lead position. So the WIA is basically the um, board of members that govern uh, high school sports here in Washington. So making like rule changes and um, organizing like, the state championships and, uh, and kind of making sure that everyone uh, has like a great experience in high school sports. Um, and so I got to be on that board and the voice of almost 300,000 uh, student athletes here in Washington. Okay. And so with that, with that position, um, I got to visit a lot of high schools and see a lot of different people. And so okay. we kind of try to make equality in sports. So whether that be um, with those like in a wheelchair or things like that. And so we visit many different high schools here in Washington. And so I got to see firsthand like people who experienced limitations in sports and they couldn't, you know, live out their mm -hmm. dreams of becoming an athletic superstar. 
um, and they were limited by physical disabilities or just former youth. And so that kind of inspired me to help everyone to get, I mean, what I have, I have a lot of fun in playing sports and I think sports is a great unifier of, of the world really. And so if people have boundaries that they can't, doesn't allow them to participate in the sports that they want to play, that's kind of the motivation behind why I started up. And then also I'm really, you know, I like sports and I like um, biology. I took biology in high school and those classes really, I love medicine and kind of combining those become sports medicine. So I'm really interested by the research as well. That's beautiful. So now it, it all makes sense why you're so interested in, you know, helping people who are having muscular disorder, neurological issues. Those are people that cause supposedly, um, para, you know, Paralympic, you know, uh, a lot of people in that predicament, most of them don't think that they can move ahead. They think it's all finished for them. And you, as young as you are, you want to give them hope. You want to be part of the research that's going to bring more sustainable solution to people who are disabled. Um, this is so. This is so amazing, and it needs to be encouraged. You were introduced to me by Rachel. Um, Rachel, you know, you remember Rachel, yeah. Hey, yeah. right? Leaders uh, Press. You know, uh, so um, she's uh, the way she describes you. Is like I mean to the same standard with world leader. That's how she, you know, she describes you. You know, it makes me why. Oh my God, I cannot wait to like interview you and to see what drives you. Why are you so highly motivated at 11th grade to you know help make a difference? Not just help helping to make a difference. You chose a specific problem to solve, and those problems that you chose to solve, a lot of people quit. Try, but you want to pick it up. And have you have you been through a struggle in your life? Because I know you came from India. You came in here when you were nine, um, five months old. What was your struggle since you were immigrated to the United States? And what has been your struggle? Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's been a, a really big struggle just throughout my life, just adapting to kind of the lifestyle here. Um, and I think in terms of kind of the biggest adversity is my foundation in that. So in sports, I suffered a ankle sprain one year. So that was, took me out of um, basketball for, you know, the playoffs and the end of the season. So that was really frustrating as well. And that also led to, you know, not being able to do, not being able to play the sport that I loved. It kind of it led me to want to make sure that other people don't have this feeling of frustration mm -hmm. that they can't, they're kind of left out. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when I was starting my foundation, there's a lot of adversity in that I had a lot of, you know, emailing different hospitals and organizations. Can I, you know, work with you? Mm -hmm. uh, I had a lot of no's, like people didn't respond. And it took a lot of emails and a lot of time, mm -hmm. um, different meetings and going meeting in person, online um, and stuff like that. So it took a lot of failures before, you know, I had my success, I guess, is what we see, like the accomplishments um, that we have now. But I mean, it took behind it what people don't see, I guess, is a lot of the failures mm -hmm. um, and like late nights and hard work mm -hmm. that really took place to get mm -hmm. to where we are. Right. Because you're going to have several hundred dog door knocked and those hundreds are going to be saying no. You're probably going to get 200 no's and ideally you would have given up. But yeah, you did not. You just keep looking for, keep knocking. All you're looking for, probably looking for one, that one yes. When was that breakthrough? When was that? 
Yeah. And who gave I you the opportunity? My biggest breakthrough was uh, like in 2021 with, um, I guess, uh, late 2021, early 2022 with Seattle Children's. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle is a hospital here in um, Seattle. Um, and so they really allowed me to work with them for orthopedics or fundraising towards orthopedics research. And then I also met the chief of orthopedics um, at Seattle Children's, Dr. Bert Yazi, and he really helped me. I guess he took like a mentorship role. Uh, in my life and that really helped me I guess to start you know I had these new connections to start you know talking to new hospitals and getting new um, organizations to work with um, and so this kind of I guess they saw the potential and uh, my foundation and what I could do and so that really helped me to get the ball rolling I guess and once it started you know once I start got one um, hospital one fundraiser down it kind of really just I like it I like it. Is your organization Enable Up? Is it, I mean, is it like strictly working in the United States alone, or are you like kind of like spreading out to people in other countries? Because in Africa, we have a lot of talents who needs your services, and also in India, I'm sure there are a lot of talents out there who don't have the resources that they need to be able to, you know, get the uh, equipment that they want so that they can fully participate in sport because they're disabled. Um, what do you, what kind of um, program do you, do you see yourself expanding to those um, area, those sectors in future? Yeah. I think just, uh, you know, being so young, it's kind of been like a limitation. That fact is that it's hard for me to get, you know, global and really expand, but that's definitely a vision that I have of the foundation of the future. You know, as I go to college and uh, as I go on, it's just, to kind of get this global so that everyone is feeling, you know, just kind of expand the mission statement and expand the vision to everyone in the world because you know, everyone should have equal opportunity um, in that right to, you know, participate in sports and live an active lifestyle. I like that. So what, what challenges are you currently facing right now with your mission? And does that affect your ability to continue study in your medical field? What challenges you Yeah, so, I mean, it's been a great, it's been really hard to balance. You know, I have school, but I have sports, and then I have uh, the foundation work on and other, you know, research and internships that I've been doing for college applications. So, um, overall, I guess it's been a really hard to, I guess the biggest adversity there is managing time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and using my time wisely towards things that make better myself. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, that's been really hard, but I feel like through planning and through um, determination and late nights, you know, sleeping at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., it's really mm-hmm. just like having a single-minded focus, I guess. And I guess that's really, it's hard to get my vision going since I have so many other things, but as I have this, you know, vision and focus and, and goal in mind, I guess, it's easy for me to just, you know, keep going and keep pushing as I know I can accomplish this in the future. I appreciate that because most most children, I mean, most you in your age, at your age, they will like they will freak out, burn out because that's that's where I I thought about that. I was like, man, how do you juggle through all this? Your school, your parents are they in full in support? Have you ever get discouragement? I mean, chat with your friends and say, dude, how long would you keep up with this? And you don't really get, and you don't get paid doing it, right? 
You're doing it for free because you have a heart. Same thing with a boy on his dream. I'll show you research me. And I came from a very severe adversity. And the problem, what happened to me when I was little, I don't want it to happen to every other kid. So I don't get, we don't get paid doing it. I have a team. I have my company. I have a team. I'm able to juggle through all this because I have this very solid team working with me. So do you have a team? And how are they helping you to continue to achieve your goal? Because one thing you want to do is to be protected with your dream. You want a team that will protect your dream so that you don't get overwhelmed and the dream will fade away. Because the dream that is not protected is a dream that's going to fade away over time. So do you have a team and what are they doing for you? Yeah, so, I mean, all this couldn't be possible without the support from, mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of student volunteers here at my school, so, like, my classmates and my friends um, really help for, you know, the fundraising process and just being creating, like, a big community um, okay. around Seattle, around Washington. And so that's helped me, I guess, put the load off of the stuff I have to do. Along with that, uh, I had a lot of support from advisors, like I talked about um, Dr. Yazi helped me, you know, gain connections and stuff like that. And I have a, had a lot of advisors, to, you know, guide me on the path and on this journey of, you know, what I need to do, where, you know, my steps and help create connections and create uh, opportunities for me to succeed. And so through, I guess, support and um, help by volunteers, it's really helped me to balance and, you know, be able to do this at such a young age. That's beautiful. Are you still with Eastside uh, High? Yeah, so I go. I'm going to senior year this year. Oh, that's beautiful. So, are you getting a lot of support from that? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of my classmates, some teachers, uh, have been supporting. You know, my classes, like my student volunteers, are from my school, so they're you know hands on with the foundation. But along with that, just like support overall, um, promoting the foundation, you know, things like that. I like it. So what is your dream for your foundation? Where do you see you from now, five years from now? Yeah, so we have kind of a mission statement here at Up is um, no wheelchairs by 2040, which is kind of saying everyone could be, uh, should be out walking and out for being able to, you know, everyone's kind of equal with that sense of uh, physical movement and active, being able to be active. So that's kind of the future um, vision that I have down the line. And so what is going to be done to, you know, accomplish this is funding through research and going, you know, global, getting more and more um, spread out around the world and focusing it on more, raising more money for different research is really what's going to accomplish that big uh, lofty goal. I appreciate that. You know, disability sometimes to the mind of the weak, it's weakness, right? Disability to the mind of the weak is weakness, especially those who found themselves in disability, in a disabled situation. So it's supposed to be, oh, it's here to consume me. I'm supposed to be feel sorry for, you know, I can't move further. I don't think I can create because I'm disabled. You know, Seattle is a beautiful city right now. It's infested by disability and homelessness. And you see people quite often see people in a wheelchair. And those wheelchairs were donated by the state or the federal or whatever. Have you found yourself expanding to those demographics, just kind of encourage them to change their mindset? And if you haven't, would you consider that? So can we touch that a little bit? And how can you help encourage those individuals who are weak in their own weakness to let them know that there's strength in it. Yeah, I think the biggest part, I mean, that's really what I'm trying to do with my foundation is just give everyone the opportunity um, to, they, you know, they might think they'll never 
um, be able to. So I've met a lot of different people, and they might not talk to different kids who really love sports, and they talk about, you know, NBA and stuff like that, but they just don't think, you know, oh, it's far. I can't, you know, I can't play basketball. I'm in a wheelchair. But I really want to, you know, give them the hope that they can um, because, you know, in the future, I feel like it will be possible for everyone to be able to do whatever they wish. Um, and through my foundation, you know, research and stuff like that, it's not, you know, actively helping each person, but in the long run, you know, this research is what is driving the solution. Uh, so, you know, fundraising towards like prosthetics or bionics helps, you know, those amputees helps them to walk again and to get their movement back and stuff like that. Um, I'm just, you know, really trying to inspire hope in um, kids and, you know, everyone who doesn't think that they're going to be able to do anything uh, due to their, you know, limitations, may, may it be uh, physical limitations or even like age, stuff like that. So that's kind of the biggest idea uh, behind my book as well. Mm -hmm. uh, overcoming obstacles is really, I kind of wrote it for every uh, kind of demographic really to kind of inspire them. So I have, you know, mainly I have stuff about, you know, research and like different prosthetic, different um, diseases going on here in the sports medicine field and stuff like that. So it's kind of more like scholarly and more research. But then I also have, you know, stuff about yoga poses that uh, people who don't want to live more active. Um, I have different supplements that athletes can take for faster recovery mm -hmm. um, and better, you know, better performance. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wrote about all of that in my book uh, to kind of just inspire and give everyone something uh, that they can take away other than just being, you know, because there's like research papers that if you understand like the biology and stuff, you could understand those. Or there's uh, like, you know, if you Google up yoga poses, there'll be some stuff that come up on the internet, but it's not going to be that mm -hmm. um, advanced or that, you know, knowledgeable. So that's kind of what I try to do with my book is combine everything into one. That's a book that's um, short, but, you know, provides everyone with something that they can take away with from reading it. Oh, I appreciate that. Um one other thing I want to talk about, so you bringing fitness into this and also have you, okay, fitness, as you see, is a solution to almost everything. Once you exercise, you're able to exercise, all your problems have solved. Now you're looking for funding to be able to develop all your researches and stuff like that. Have you looked at government funding as well, other than just fundraisers? Um, I mean, that's something I haven't really considered yet because, I mean, it's pretty daunting task, but that's, I feel like that's really like the end goal is to have this at such a wide scale that everyone is really hands-on with finding a solution for this. And I think the really issue here first is like kind of the awareness. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people just write off those with disabilities or those who in wheelchairs or something, they just kind of write them off and say, oh, that's just how it's going to be, right? Um, and so if you're not experiencing it they're just going to not think about it but i feel like raising the awareness surrounding this and raising kind of the knowledge and information is helping to you know mm -hmm. inspire people to give funds and inspire people to raise money mm -hmm. um, so that's really what our, we're doing when we're fundraising mm -hmm. and i think government funding is a, is a great you know like next step uh, that can really get you know get the research going and get a lot of money appreciate that so uh, that's where i come in you know fitness is what helped me Throughout my adversity, you know, born not wanting, I was born out with locking in, in Africa, and some tradition they don't want that. So 
if it wasn't fitness, I would not be here today. So I was able to like combine fitness into my struggle and I, I was able to overcome just like that. You know, um, I can help you with fundraisers and with fitness and my pe- a lot of, you know, expert in that field on weekend because I want your program to succeed because it's it's bigger than you. Your program is bigger than you. It's universal. It should be protected. It should be well-funded because your goal is so amazing. Um, this is the reason why I've touched base with that. You already have a book out, Spreading That Wellness. Where can we get those books? I mean, just one or two. Uh, yeah, just one. one so so called uh, Overcoming Obstacles, and it's on Amazon. Um, I think I can give you the link if that would help. Yeah. So, yeah, Once we, so that when we share this, and the link can be out there. People can see his book is called Overcoming Obstacles. is out there in Amazon. You know, if a child at... 11th grade can do wonderful thing. I think we all also need to step up. You know, you see this as a problem and a problem that is solvable instead of problem that's supposed to be a problem that's supposed to consume people who are in their problems. You didn't see it like that. You see solutions to those problems. You know, um, your research, research and development should be encouraged. I highly record, you know, encourage everyone who is listening to this podcast right now that he should be encouraged. He should be motivated. You know, Rakshit is not just a student. He's going to save a lot of lives, you know, especially people who are disabled and people who are uh, Paralympics. And most of them that would not be able to like, have access to the resources that they need. He is the solution right now. He's the bridge between those people with resources and the people who are disabled and are looking for resources. And where can we find you locally? Yeah. Uh, I guess um, all my fundraisers and all information is on uh, my website, enableup.org. And then my email is also there as well. If you have any questions, want to inquire about Appreciate that. This is good. And it's not only going to end here. I want to continue to bring you to this episode so that you continue to like share what you're doing and where you're going with all that. Because a lot of people want to be motivated. Not only people in the medical field, also children who are confused, don't know what to do. And you have the support system right now. Um, you're having a lot of people, and we need to bring their awareness board we need to spread this awareness and help you spread you know we live in chicago you live in seattle distance is not a problem and i believe that we can actually do some virtual fundraisers for you which i'm very much you know interested in you know off camera we can discuss that but however we can do whatever we can do to support donation is accepted and he's looking for donation for at the enableup.org, click on the donation button and donate to support his cause because he's doing amazing things. And the problem that you're solving are a complex problem that grown-up adult will even be scared to attempt, but you don't have any fear at all. And it makes me look really like, okay, I need to buckle up. If he's doing it, anyone should be doing it. And I'm very, very happy that in fact that you're motivated and you are motivating every other youth to actually do what you're doing or do more. Um, what do you have right now? What do you have for our children, our youth out there who are not utilizing the resources available for them? What message do you have for them? Yeah, I think um, just, you know, think about the future. Think about kind of 
impact you're leaving. Um, uh, and just, you know, in my, in my, I guess, experience, those like, you know, my classmates and peers, um, and a lot of people think, you know, they can't do something at such a young age. Uh, they can't make a difference. And that's kind of what I thought too, at the beginning, you know, I'm not a doctor. I can't go and fix these problems, but finding an alternative and just being, you know, determined to go, you can always find something you can do to help. Um, uh, you know, if you have a vision, you have a mission in mind, you can always do something just if you have, if you're determined and have a, know set of courses to call you can really accomplish anything in your life and so that's kind of my advice for the youth is just you know get involved get get started and you know and see where it takes you in terms of helping out the community and looking at you know different research medicine is really interesting to me but you know there's a lot of different other topics mm -hmm. that's that's amazing well i want to thank you for coming for to this show and for stepping up and I'm going to thank you for bringing your dream to light and not just bringing your dream to light. I also want to thank you for asking for help, you know, uh, leaders press and Rachel and every other individual who are in your life right now, helping to build you up. And I want to thank you for, for looking for help because most people don't know that they need help or they don't know that they have to ask for help. And you did. Don't stop there. Just keep going. Keep your dream on. Keep that light burning. You have a new fan now. Everyone looking, listening from the, on this platform right now, they automatically became your fan. All right. So you got work to do. So what I want to, I'm gonna, what I want to advise you on is this. It's very simple. It's very busy, but it's very complex. Balance is the key. You know, you're young, you have a brighter future ahead of you. Do not allow your passion for helping or making a difference consume you and taking away what you're supposed to be doing. Because you still have a career ahead of you, all right? But also you have a problem that you need to solve. Do not allow the problem solving consume who you are. Make sure you balance it. The best way to balance it is make sure that you, you also take care of yourself before taking care of others. If you're happy, if you're satisfied, then you can shine light on everyone who are struggling. All right, make sure you exercise, you eat right, you do what you got to do. Your spirituality is got to be right. Your academics got to be right. Your relationship with your families and your community has to be in alignment. Everything has to be balanced. You know, I don't. I know you know it. I know you're already doing it, but I just want to give you a little, a little bit of small reminder. And I'm proud of you. And keep going. And I want to have the pleasure of bringing you back to the podcast, you know, maybe half a quarter, six months down the road, see what progress you made and, you know, how you want us to help continue to help you further. Any question for the, for me today? Uh, no, that was great. Yeah. Thank Pre you guys for having me. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Remember that, you know, heroes are not born yet. You are the next hero. Let's go. Keep the light on. <laughs>